Hey, it's Tardy the Pipe. Oh, my God, Dad Rose, Phil Buggles, also very busy me with Mr. Forsyth. All right, we also go chronologically-ish through the Disney through the decades section on the Disney Plus service because why not? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Back to some shorts. We're running out of them. This is the penultimate shorts episode. Yeah, it's crazy to think that it just took us a year pretty much because it was pretty much the start of 2020 that we really kind of started doing this yeah and yeah uh just even doing this stuff every other uh week yeah we've we've gone from what the first very first thing in the disney through the decades collection on disney plus i think it's plain crazy no they didn't not plain crazy oh it's steamboat willie from like 1927 here we are Mm -hmm. 30 years later we're in the mid 50s now and yeah, we've, uh, well, next week will be the last batch of actual shorts. But yeah, this next to last. We're, we're, yeah, this is kind of the end of the first phase of Disney through the decades, kind of. Yeah, from here on out, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, well, I keep on talking about. It, we're gonna have to pick and choose exactly what we're gonna talk about because I can't imagine we're gonna talk about yeah. everything that's in our path. But. I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, think we'll already... be doing more than one Davy Crockett movie. <laughs> we've already made the executive decision that unless something insane happens, we're not gonna do any more of the nature documentaries, too. So. No. And uh, say so yeah, over out stuff, and I'm always doing my projects on the uh, on the off weeks too. So, uh, but yeah, this week we're talking about what 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 are the six cartoons that we're talking about? We're talking about corn chips, corn chips. Trick or treats, let's stick together, uh, Pluto's party, uh, Lambert the sheepish lion, and Pluto's Christmas tree. Yeah, did you notice that pretty much all the cartoons we're going to be talking about this week and next week were all directed by one guy named Jack mm. Hanna? I just thought it was a weird thing. Because I slammed all 12 of these cartoons down. Well, we're, we're mm-hmm. today we're actually recording this week's tar- uh, Disney for the Decades and next week's... Or not next week's. Week next after time. next Disney, uh, Disney yeah. through the Decades episode back-to-back. So we're going to be kind of talking about the last, this whole last batch of uh, Disney shorts in kind of one collective term. But um, yeah, this this ne- the next Disney for the Decades. Yeah, first, I, I looked it up. I saw the name Jack Hanna. I was like, oh, is that like Hanna-Barbera? No, just something. In fact, Maybe that's why they look so fucking cheap. You think they look cheap? Well, some, when something they about get the to style. The... Some of them look real cheap. It's kind of funny because, um, well, especially because there's a Bing, Mickey shows up a couple times, and it's definitely like weird 1950s Mickey, where mm-hmm. he's kind of pointy shaped, and yeah, the backgrounds. Pointy. I notice in some of the backgrounds they get a little more loosey goosey. I guess I'm mm, maybe yeah. inspired by. The success of the Warner Brothers, maybe. Like, they were like, okay, maybe we don't have to make every painted background in one of these shorts look like an N.C. Wyeth painting. We can get a little more abstract and fast, and yeah. Um, yeah, the, the closer you get to the end of these, the... That's, yeah, you, know, you can really the tell. The we'll abstract see, they get. Um, next week, we'll be talking about a couple Donald Duck cartoons, where, like, even the opening intro, it's no longer just a big, big, beautiful painting of Donald's face. It's like this weird 1950s kind of graphic design i got those that crappy line art from that crappy company i hate so much <laughs> i kind of like that look because it's so specific it's so mid-century but yeah uh, but uh, not... i know some people like it but i've never liked yeah that. I, I but we're not quite there at that point yet we're yeah we're in the early 1950s and yeah i guess we're all, between next week this week and next week we're talking about a lot of donald duck shorts and i saw some super hardcore disney fans blame that jack Hanna guy for like making donald duck less cool because they specifically talk talk to this era talk about this era of uh, donald duck cartoons as being like oh it was the flanderization of donald duck 
where he still seems like an angry asshole. He became to me. a parody of himself, and I'm like, I. He's the exact same. <laughs> I was gonna say Donald Duck is just kind of like Donald Duck. Um, I yeah. guess if you're really. I'm a huge Donald Duck fan, and I wasn't like, hey, this isn't the Duck I know. This seems like a simplified cart parody of Donald Duck. I'm like, no, it's all Duck. I mean, it is. They definitely fell into a very specific formula of, like, in the 1950s, every Donald Duck cartoon is going to be Donald Duck trying to kill Chip and Dale. <laughs> but that's good! Yeah. Those are good cartoons! That The first one we're talking about today is Corn Chips. It's just snow stuff what that turns old, into popcorn what stuff. What old asshole. What's that? They call it popcorn in the cartoon. What old asshole was like, nah, nah, nah. No. Name it corn chips. <gasps> like, if you're, like, if you're flipping the Disney of the decades, no one's gonna see the title corn chips and go, oh, yeah, that's a cartoon I want. Not that they, if they just called it popcorn. You think of Fritos. Why is it corn? Yeah, because corn chips... Yeah, you, I keep on thinking it smells like feet every time I see that title. And so, yeah, so what was it like Chippendale just like living in a tree and like Donald Duck is like... Well, D Donald's shoveling his sidewalk because it's snow. Yeah. And uh, Chippendale are also shoveling their branch because it's snow. So Donald lifts them up all sneaky style, moves them. So they're shoveling for him. He's, he's, uh, 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 what's the word? Manipulator? <laughs> yeah, it could be that. That's not quite the word I was looking for. I was looking for. He should work for yeah. Fox News. He's a good manipulator. Yeah. Um, a cult innovative. leader. Innovator. Innovator. He's innovative. He's yeah. a. He's 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 a tech billionaire from San Francisco. He's manipulating the system to his own wants. And he's Elon Musk of mud chipmunk labor. Yeah, he sho they they shovel all the way to the fire hydrant at the end of the street, and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> They look back, and Dom's just over there laughing, because he's an asshole. Yeah. So, um... I have not watched this. I'm watching this now. I, I, I kind of skipped it when I was supposed to watch this last night. Because this is the cartoon... Because this batch of cartoons is from... I, did, this, did that even make it to air? Uh, where... These... We mentioned it. You mentioned sometimes, it like, it just... Was... Sometimes with these Disney shorts, we record six batch six batches of cartoons back to back and we were supposed to do this car pretty much the batch of cartoons that we're talking about today we were supposed to record this like a month ago but like you didn't specifically art articulate that to me before the day we mm -hmm. were supposed to record about this well because we always did that and i was just like i don't yeah you're like i don't need to i don't need to explain to bill that we need to watch two batches of cartoons so we can record two episodes in a row so i just watched the one and then as soon as we were done recording one of the, the, the Tardy of the Parties, must have been a week where I was talking about one of my projects. You're like, okay, let's get ready. we got to talk about corn chips. And I'm like, what? What the fuck is corn chips? And you're like, Bill, <laughs> we're supposed to talk about corn chips. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck well, am I talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, but it's a fucking... Uh, they, they, they get offended at him laughing. So they build a, a snow Donald and beat it up. Then they try to get into his house, but they don't know how doors work. They're fucking chipmunks. Mm -hmm. What are they gonna do? Donald's gonna make himself some popcorn, so he goes outside. Well, he's gonna make himself wood. some yum yum popcorn. Yum yum popcorn. <laughs> and they're doing that old school style where it's just, you just put a bunch of kernels in a pan and put it over a fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jiffy pop before they, his uh, jiffy pop. Yeah, Chip and Dale sneak inside when he goes out to get wood, and they go over to the popcorn, but it's just kernels. It's too hard for them to eat with their little mouths. It's kind of funny, because it didn't occur to me where I just compared, like, Jiffy Pop to this. I'm sure, like, when they invented Jiffy Pop in, like, the 1950s, it was... 
you know, Jiffy Pop essentially replaced, you know, the idea of just having your own dedicated popcorn pan that you put in a wood place fire. And I just imagine someone from the 1950s being horrified to think that, like, people, like, in the early 21st century only know, like, the kind of cooking popcorn like this. Like, oh, this is like Jiffy Pop, but it'd be like... It'd be like being, like, if right now, if we found out, like, 50 years in the future, there's no more pizza. People only know pizza by way of, like, Hot Pockets. Pizza-flavored Hot Pockets. You'd be like, you don't know what a pizza is, but you just know, you just know pizza as a flavor of Hot Pocket? What the fuck am I talking mm -hmm. about? Popcorn. I Go don't ahead. know. <laughs> I'm just rambling. I just had sugar. I had a Lucky Charm <laughs> soft-baked <laughs> breakfast bar right before we started oh. recording, so I'm extra. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what was your... Uh, household's popcorn uh, style. You know, when I was a little little kid, my parents actually had, like, a popcorn machine, like, one of the old 1970s, like, tall, like, ch um, column shaped with, like, a big yellow plastic nozzle. And mm -hmm. it was still a matter of we would have to get, like, the bags of, you know, like, actual, like, uncooked kernels and dump it in there with a yeah. bunch of oil. And, yeah. uh, oh, that was one of the nice things when my family finally got a was microwave. Was it the one that you put the... You had the little plate on top, you put the butter so it melts. Exactly, melts exactly, exactly. But yeah, later on, I, I that was one of the nice things about getting a microwave, was when microwave popcorn, even though it's still not really the same, because especially kind of like fake-ass butter they put on oh, microwave popcorn. It stinks so bad. It's never, it's not the same. I mean... I hate it. I hate <laughs> microwave popcorn. It's a nice treat, if you can remember, because you can still just make popcorn on a stovetop. All you have to do is like throw some oil and some kernels in a pot on the stove, but then you have to, you have to watch it, because, uh, my housemates a couple times have tried to make that popcorn, but they, they, they think, they, they think they can walk away for, like, five minutes while it's cooking. No, because oh, this shit yeah, will go no. from cook to burn in literally ten seconds. What? Yeah. Wait, what was your family's, uh, popcorn of choice? Oh, we had the, the popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn, yeah. You poured it in, and the good poppity poops <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. There's so little to talk about this episode, it's just like, okay, we'll talk about popcorn. Yeah, I was just Save curious about that. Um, yeah. man, I miss movie theater popcorn. Oh, shit. Do you? Yeah. I mean, but it's not mm. good, but it's so specific. You know, slightly stale, but with, like, nice and salty with the <laughs> fresh fake butter. I love fake movie theater butter. I don't like the yeah. Orville Redenbacher, no. like, it's got to sit on a shelf for six months. Like, Crisco butter, they put on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I grew up on, like, butter just on the... Like home yeah, exactly, stuff. and that's the ideal best, yeah. Popcorn always made me like. It was like growing up on. I grew up on Tillamook cheese, so any other kind of cheese, like craft yeah. singles or whatever, I'm like, no. I hate to say it. Why would I eat that? It's rubber. <laughs> Tillamook cheese, yeah, it's local uh, Oregon Pacific Northwest uh, uh, dairy uh, factory. Really, it is really good cheese. I uh, one thing I hate about popcorn though is you get like one of the little kernel shells stuck in the back of your throat, and yeah. inevitably. Or in your teeth. When I go to the movie theaters, like, I love to eat my popcorn at the movie theaters. Gotta have my hot, fresh popcorn, gotta have a Coke. Uh, inevitably, I will end up going to see a nice, quiet movie where I end up getting a kernel shell stuck in the back of my throat and I end up spending 10 minutes of the movie trying not to cough the whole thing because I'm like... <laughs> yeah, so. Or the kernel that you get stuck in your teeth and then no, you I, think you got it out. I hate that, yeah. Or you, you get it out, but it's still in there phantomly. I eventually learned if I was going to the movie theaters, uh, I would buy, I would like, oh, I would just, you know, have, bring one of those little, um, like you can get like a little, like, floss toothpick thing. They sell mm -hmm. them in bags at the store. 
And I would t take one of those with me, put one of those in my pocket, like, you know, if I got, like, some popcorn. <laughs> that would be great to see. Just, you're sitting there watching a movie, and all of a sudden the person next to you just pulls out some fucking floss and starts <laughs> You know what? At a movie, movie theater, there's worse <laughs> things that a person could pull out right next to you in the middle of a movie theater. So. <coughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I love, yeah, one of my favorite things is Mike Russell, uh, local film critic, took me on a whole bunch of, um, Film critics preview screenings, and we get to see people like all the the, the screening rats show up with like Tupperware filled filled with like homemade like souvlaki and like weird ass homemade food, and like open up a Tupperware container while we're in the middle of watching like a critics preview of uh, Snakes on a Plane was, or something. Was it him who had the story that somebody brought a whole rotisserie chicken? I think in one so because he's got his stories because <laughs> he called them the screening rats. And yeah. it's not like he—it's not like Mike Russell's a snob about like, oh, I can't be with the common people when I want to go to see my movie. But like, the, especially the previews. No, were, there's a yeah, there's certain type of people who go there for, for the free movie and for the swag. There are some hardcore dirt bags. Yeah, yeah, it's not just like oh, I can't be with the common people. It's like some legitimately fucking whack job show up to those things. But anyway, core chips. <laughs> corn chips. Corn chips. They make popcorn and they replace it with the yeah. snow. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, what, what happens? I just watched the whole cartoon while we were talking. Um, they, they figure out how to it pops with the gets close to the fire or whatever. Yeah. The bomb comes back, so they hide inside the popcorn. Oh, that's box. what it is. They get, yeah, they get poured and his pine his popcorn popper and everything pops and they're just fine in there. They get put in a bowl. Donald goes to enjoy one hand gets to enjoy one handful before they steal his bowl and run out the front of the door. Fuckers. That Donald left hanging open in the middle of winter. Donald, what, Donald, are, you what are you doing, man? man? Come on, what are you doing, Donald? No wonder he got kicked out of this neighborhood and had to move to another place. Yeah, <sighs> he follows him back to their tree, sees his popcorn raining from the sky. They're up there just munching away on it. So he takes his bowl back when they're not looking. Takes the popcorn. Then they fight about who ate it all. And uh, they notice Donald walking away with a very tall hat. <laughs> I don't know why he put the popcorn in his hat to leave. Well, he's got like a Santa hat, so it's a big triangle of popcorn on his head that he's trying to smuggle away uh -huh. from Chippendale. You know? Couldn't find a better way to move your popcorn. Yeah. They take his hat off, get the popcorn back, and the chase is on. They slide down. Donald chases him. Bowl breaks. Popcorn gets put in his hat. They treat it like a football, tie it up, whatever, throw it I around. The whole end of this movie is essentially just about a hat full of popcorn. Cold popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Donald falls him back to the tree and says he'll smoke them out and starts a fire at the base of their tree. Hey, Donald, that's still your tree. That's your property, it's man. It's your You're property, man. You're setting it on fire just to kill two chipmunks <laughs> who stole five cents worth of popcorn. Five cents it's worth popcorn. of popcorn. It's popcorn. It's corn. It's the most abundant grain in America. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so uh, they pour the whole box into the tree, which I think is never ending. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Popcorn flying Any everywhere. Any excuse for the gag of the end of the cartoon, yeah. Yeah. It's, it flies everywhere. When he starts, has to shovel it again. He shovels his walkway, but this time it's popcorn. It's cute, because, yeah, like I said, <laughs> and it the, ends. the snow in the yard has essentially been replaced with golden yellow popcorn. And man, talking about all this popcorn, I could go for some popcorn right now. Nom, 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 <laughs> Maybe that nice your lunch. Nom, 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 crunchy, nom, nom, nom. Aside from adding, adding other snacks with two popcorn, like M&M's or pretzels or whatever. I hate that shit. But aside from that, it's weird that popcorn doesn't really get used in recipes. Well, it's not really a food. Like, it's not a, it's not a, it's not, it's not a thing that, like, popcorn's its own thing. It's, it's, a, it's such an insubstantial snack. Because there's no, yeah. it can't be mixed with anything else 
that's gonna be wet or hot because it's gonna melt. And yeah. like you're essentially, it's it's it really is just like edible packing peanuts practically. Like it's all like it's 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 the ultimate snack because it's not particularly filling because it is just like mostly just air. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. just a delivery delivery method for salty bars. It is, really. <laughs> if you want to save money, go to the movie theater, bring your own stick of butter and a shaker of salt, and just like just, just dump the salt on this on the butter and just lick it like a lollipop. It's like whenever I see people eating crab or lobster, I'm like, you just want to eat butter. You don't want to eat crab I, or lobster. Yeah, you I've just never want butter. eaten crab or lobster, but those commercials look so good with all that melted butter. I want to go to the Red Lobster. I've never good, been to Red but... Lobster, but mm, no, no, no. yeah, you get. I hear that it's like why not? Why they bring you that little bowl full of butter? Why don't you just drink? I it? just done that at home. I mean, now realistically, if you go to one of those places, if you, you get like their Cheddar Bay biscuits from Red Lobster, you should be able to say, "Hey, bring me that uh, that uh, that bowl full of butter that you give the people who order crab because I'm going to drink my know, biscuit I in the butter." Everyone got a bowl full of butter, no matter what. <laughs> no matter what you order. Man, that sounds like such a good restaurant. You're just guaranteed a bowl full of butter no matter what you buy. Oh, God, that sounds good. Butter. So weird to think, like, the giant titty milk from an animal that we don't associate with. Like, we squeeze the titty milk out of that, and then we let it rot, and it turns into this beautiful stuff called butter. Let and then we put it on the... let it rot? Well, what? You know, it's just not... There's a fermenting pro... Whatever, like, you know, it's not just, like... And the fact that tits are essentially just mutated sweat glands... So essentially, <laughs> next time, next time you're eating with people, ask them if they want some rotted tit milk. Do you want some rotted tit pus from a cow? It's but. delicious. You put some salt on that. <laughs> you put that on an underwater roach. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. so good. That lobster. Oh, uh, crack it open. That's the horrible man. You look at lobsters and they really realize it's just like underwater cockroaches. But then you take yeah. the, the rotted uh, cow pus. And put it on the underwater cockroach, and mm, so delicious. Mm -hmm. Be sure and clean out their entrails before you. Oh do yeah, that, well that's just even with the shrimp, you got to clean out the poop chute. Yeah. Humanity in our association with all the animals <laughs> we eat is kind of so weird. gross. <laughs> I sometimes I'll be petting one of my cats, and I think I could eat you. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is it totally okay to have like this beef burrito, but I can't eat your face? Yeah, I don't Maybe know. that's the kind of a sociopathic thing to think and admit to saying out Probably. loud. Probably. Anyway, what are we talking about? Anyhow, we're talking about Trick or Treat. Trick or very treat. timely cartoon. Yeah. This one's weirdly animated. It's... I like the design. I love the title screen because it's like in the moonlight and it's like the, all the mm. credits are like painted on a fence in the middle of the... It's, it is a nice Halloween atmosphere. Um, June Foray is in it. She's playing a witch named Witch Hazel, so go figure on that uh, Yeah, that has to have been after she played Witch Hazel in the Warner Brothers stuff, right? Because I, I, I think there was like uh, Hansel and Gretel must have been in the night. Hansel? Hansel. Warner Brothers. It's like that the only name for a witch you can think what of, is it? Just I know Witch Hazel is like a plant. Is that the only joke that anyone can make regarding, like, yeah, it's so fucking weird. Um... Oh, yeah, no, Witch Hazel doesn't show up in the Looney Tunes stuff until the 1950s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, June Foray doesn't voice Witch Hazel until 1956. The last mm. cartoon in the Disney Through the Decades collection, period, is from 1955. So, yeah, mm -hmm. this is, uh... 
Huh, that's interesting. So, yeah, the Warner Brothers stole Witch Hazel from uh, Disney. Oh my God. But it's not a very good... I It's uh, that other Witch Hazel. Warner Brothers Witch Hazel, very superior. This Witch Hazel. Oh, yes, absolutely, yeah. of course. At this point, Witch has weirdly <laughs> long ape arms. <laughs> well, I kind of wonder, like, Dis like, with Warner Brothers knowing that, like... Disney had already kind of beaten them the punch of like, okay, we're gonna have a cartoon named Witch Hazel. Like, I, I'm assuming they decided to go like extra nuts with their character design. Because this is really just a cartoon witch here. Like, there's nothing like. What, well, I'm talking about this one with her long. Well, arms. that's what I'm saying. But like, that's kind of like her only distinctive characteristic. Because otherwise, she just looks like like a witch you'd a have witch. like mm -hmm. like a, a kindergarten class would have like a picture of hanging up on the wall or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, in October. Uh, but I, I still like the man Disney. This is also one of those things where, like, if you grew up as a kid watching like Disney holiday cartoon compendiums on TV, they would have like, oh, this is the spookiest Disney cartoons ever. Friday at eight thirty yeah. p.m. You'd see little bits and pieces of this. I remember it was mostly Sleepy Hollow and mm -hmm. the Ghost Busting cartoon from the 1930s oh, yeah yeah with mickey donald and goofy and i remember like there's the like uh some of the stuff with like the jack-o-lantern and stuff with the huey and dewey and louie well, this cartoon's essentially it's about a witch fucking with huey Dewey and louie right yeah no no she's oh donald, donald duck that's oh yeah because she's she's working with huey Dewey and louie to fuck she, with donald that's what it is yeah, yeah she sees huey doing and louie trick-or-treating they go up to donald's house yeah. And uh, he's, they're very excited. And Donald just puts fireworks in their bag, exploding <laughs> their candy the because he's thing. an asshole. And then he dumps water all over him. Donald, it's October, my dude. I mean, I forgot because it's trick You can't trick do that. And people can't do that. People kind of You're going to freeze to death. <laughs> people kind of forget. Like, I mean, this cartoon's called Trick or Treat. It's all about Huey, Dewey, and Louie going trick or treating. Is this what people did in the 50s? I'm presumably back when, when, like... You threw a firework into a small child's bag and laughed at them when they cried? <laughs> people forget, I guess, that it is called trick-or-treating. That it doesn't always have to default to the treats. You can throw no. pot, you can throw lit fireworks into a child's bag and blow yeah. their hands off and then soak them <laughs> in water. Oh, and yeah. like, cause like, <laughs> I love that Donald Duck. It's like, it's not like Donald Duck is at the start retaliating for anything. He just tries no, to murder his dick. nephews with firecrackers. Yeah. yeah, um, it's also weird too, cause one of the Huey, Dewey, Louie, he's dressed as a, his costume is a ghost without any eyeballs, which is kind of creepy. And then he's also got like a blood red jack-o'-lantern on, on top of his head, which I love the design of that jack-o'-lantern. I must've had a storybook or something as a kid that had like, a, a picture of that jack-o'-lantern because as soon as the jack-o'-lantern showed up in this cartoon i was like oh man i remember that like that kind of like reddish looking jack-o'-lantern but anyway so yeah i'm sorry trick-or-treat stuff no you're fine yeah. um so she goes over to the boys and it's like hey let's fuck that guy up he's a real <laughs> dick and so they make a witch's brew some real shakespeare types straight out of shakespeare yeah she makes me out the joke she gets one of those old-timey sprayers that I don't know if they do it anymore the, the, for bug spray. Yeah, I was about to say the bug spray, Donkey Kong 3, that kind of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. if, Which actually gets named later. I can't remember if it's going to be this week or next week. Somebody in the one of the cartoons just refers to it as a sprayer. Which I like, yeah. I never occurred to me that, like, I never heard the name for that thing before. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah. Donald's getting food out of his closet as they fly around. Yeah, he's he got a whole them. pantry just full eyes. of, like, bananas and cookies and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Was it? Was I realized we're going off on tangents? I should we should move. <laughs> well, I mean, why? Because there's not a lot to talk about other than just like yeah. It's fine. Uh, I realized the other. Well, I realized a while ago, but we're gonna be that house that has the pantry full of snacks and stuff. Yeah. Because John doesn't care. It's weird. He's not really. He doesn't really have a sweet tooth. He'll be oh, like, okay. he'll be like, hey, you want a fruit roll up? And he'll be like, nah, I'm good. Oh, okay. And like, you want a chocolate? No, mm. not right now. Wow. It's it, you want some chocolate milk? No, thank you. It must you. be a little bit harder for kid training because I can't quite be. You can't use that as like an incentive for stuff as easily. Pretty much, yeah. That is part of but it. But uh, that's nice that you can. But just, we have like... all that stuff in with the stuff in the cabinet. So when kids who don't have that come over, we're gonna be that house that has the incredible. Uh, uh, um, you're uh, you're gonna drawer full of snacks. You're gonna be the house that can afford to have like a whole pyramid of Ferrero Rocher or whatever the fuck that stuff is. Oh no, no, thank you. I, I... Doesn't that <laughs> stuff coated in nuts? Yeah. You don't like nuts? No, I hate nuts. Oh really? Any kind of nuts? I like peanuts. I was about already, to ask about peanuts. Don't, and don't or put peanut that butter. shit in my food. Um, I feel like I mentioned this recently, but uh, yeah, I, I I I was friends with a family. Uh, it was all women who just had a giant like. A uh, glass bucket of Ferrero Rocher in their kitchen that they just always kept stocked up. As and then whenever mm. they were hungry for something, they would just dip their hands into the bucket of Ferrero Rocher. I never, I've never eaten one of those things. But it's funny that they just like had an emergency glass jar filled with those things on their kitchen counter all the time. Yeah. So. No, I don't. No, no. But yeah, I guess do Donald that. Duck kind of subscribes to that because he's got a pantry and it's legitimately just full with snack stuff, fruits and candies and cookies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's a so cartoon, it has to be that way, because it's the most <laughs> enticing thing for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. The Witcher uses a bug spray to bring stuff to light, sends a bunch of spooky ghosts to sing at Donald. And <laughs> oh, yeah, like, she's, like, turning, like, fence posts to life and stuff like that. The fuck with Donald. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you gonna give us that good shit now? And Donald's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it right away, because they fly up on a broom. We can't believe it. Which, hey, they also paint his house with a sentient paintbrush. Mm -hmm. Wes Hazel tells the boys, this pigeon's a pushover, which Donald takes serious offense to. Yeah, I think like the... racist towards pigeons. Yeah. It, it looks like yeah. things are going to be okay for a moment, then he hears the pushover thing and then decides to fight back. And like, that's, yeah. That, that, that's what ca caused the rest of the cartoon to happen. Mm hmm. So, uh, he locks everything up and he eats the key. And uh, that's God, I hope that doesn't come out sideways, Donald, because you're gonna have a long night. Well, this is just the first of a long thing. Is of like, well, he eats the key, and like, the, like the camera zooms in on his belly, and I thought we were gonna have a reprise of one of the things that happened a whole bunch in a bunch of early the cartoons we've talked about, where Donald would eat something and they would do an X-ray to show it into his belly, uh, which that happened a whole bunch. But yeah, I thought it was gonna be, but you do hear the sounds of the key rattling around in his guts, um, mm -hmm. and so the rest of the cartoon just becomes about. Which Hazel fucking with Donald to get him to cough up the key. Yeah. yeah. Sprays his feet so he can beat himself in the ass with his own feet until the key falls out. That out. is great. Yeah, when mm -hmm. his, like, she keeps on, like, uh, uh, cursing his feet so he just starts dancing and beating himself all over the, the... The rest of the cartoon is pretty much Donald Duck just dancing himself to death. Yeah. 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 And eventually it gets out, and then but he he's he doesn't want anybody to have that feed, so he slides it under the pantry door that he locked, and uh, so she makes him run back, and 
slam the door down with his uh, own heads and he dies and so the <laughs> kids can ransack all his food and the witch says goodbye and she flies away in an ass. That's it. That's it. Like, oh, and then the, the blood red jack-o'-lantern shows up and goes like, oh, I scared you. And then it mm-hmm. actually ends. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Because of trick or treat. Oh, we... he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess maybe Disney knew that their like cartoon shorts program was coming to a close. So I guess between this and Pluto's Christmas tree, uh, I guess they felt obligated. Like, well, we got to rush out two holiday related shorts right here at the end, I guess. But because, uh, yeah, I think this is like almost like next to last year they were still doing shorts. But um, yeah, a cute little cartoon. Yeah, it's fine. It, it it speaks a lot that like even when Disney does their like I said like their holiday themed compilations that even stuff from this doesn't show up that much. Like it's it's mostly uh, Sleepy Hollow and uh, the, the, yeah. the Ghostbusters thing. But fuck that shit. Let's talk about let's stick together. Let's talk about let's stick together. This is me. This is the story of me and Daniel. We're gonna grow old just shit talking other people. Mm-hmm. Outside the tree, there's an old bug. He's a, what are they called? Buzzy beetles or something like that? Ah, uh, honeybees? Wait, no, it's a honeybee. I was thinking of the other. Is it Buzzy Beetle on uh, Super Mario Brothers? Ah, yeah, probably. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I think they're Boodle Beetles, is what they're called. Boodle Be- What's a Boodle Beetle? It's in a different cartoon. Oh, yeah, actually, it's a cartoon, like, okay, yeah. it's a, okay, okay, okay. Different Disney short. Um, I know this uh, bee character, <laughs> the younger version of the bee character we show, like, shows up on a couple other cartoons, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess it's like Donald's... 2020. It's the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donald's cleaning up uh, papers with a, one of those sticks with a pointy thing at the end. And the bee, the bug laugh says they knew each other when they were young. He was looking at one ads when he was babby. And Donald uh, stabbed it and cleaned it up. It was a skill they both shared, stabbing things with their pointy things. I guess it was a huge job market in the 1950s of cleaning up trash. I guess so. And it's weird to see Donald just, like, already at the start of the cartoon, like, he's doing stuff. He's, like, just cleaning the community. He's, like, doing something kind of relatively selfless. And he's being chill about it. He's not yelling and screaming at the garbage as he's picking it up. Yeah, it's it's a remarkably civil Donald at the start of this cartoon. There were so many Pluto comics that got strewn about with garbage. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Plenty to clean up. So, uh... Oh, they clean up... <laughs> Are you just waiting for me to have a comment? comment? Okay. No, 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 I was trying to th- read my sentence. Get centered they clean up. Notes, Donald yeah. smokes a ce- the last of a cigar they found on the ground. Oh, uh, which is weird, because I, I, I had to go back and, like, I'm, I was kind of surprised to see that there wasn't, like, a tobacco warning at the start of this cartoon. Because mm. there is a tobacco warning for another cartoon later where... It's also the cartoon... I don't know if it's this week or next week, but has like a 10, mi- 10 second like warning of like, yeah, that's nice we're sorry thing. for being racist. That also has a tobacco <laughs> yeah. warning on it. And then like, that, that's a very less specific tobacco content than this. We're like, yeah, the fucking bee finds a, a lit cigarette, a lit cigar end, gives it to Donald and Donald just so luxuriously puffs. He's all like, mm, this is the good shit. Yeah. So they go back to Donald's shack. And They're friends. Mr. Duck was... Yeah, but yeah. he was planning big things for them. This he, is... Donald he even fed him some honey. Isn't honey bee vomit? <laughs> yeah, welcome to the world of cartoon logic. Also, by this lot, by the, this cartoon suggests that like they work together well because like the cart the, the bee first learns how to like pick up garbage. Oh no, I think was it the, the cartoon the, the bee is inspired by how Donald picks up garbage with the garbage mm-hmm. stick. 
to like, oh, I can eat the leaves of flowers by doing the same thing to the flower petals as with with my bee stinger as Donald does with his garbage stick. And then he eats the... I don't think... Bees don't eat flowers, right? It's just they use the pollen no. to make honey, yeah, right? They, yeah. So, but yeah, so by this... Uh, I'm shocked that this cartoon about a anthropomorphic talking dog becoming best friends with a bee. Shocking. Scientifically not really accurate. Offensive. But, yeah, it is very cute. It's, it's nice to see it's just a cartoon where Donald just randomly becomes friends with a little bee. But he does mm -hmm. feed him little... Feeds him a little honey and a dropper and a little thing of, mm -hmm. and a little thimble. And the mm -hmm. bee, like, uses his stinger to fix Donald's clothes. And they sleep mm -hmm. in bed. I'm sorry, I know you have notes for all this. But the bee's got his own yeah, little pillow. And Donald, yeah. he rolls over. They sleep together in the same bed. Which, for 1950 standards, is a scandalous as shit. But then Donald, so yeah, Donald rolls over, but he actually hurts himself on the little bee friend stinger. Puts a cork on it. And, oh, it's so and cute. He pulls his... Pulls his guts out and he dies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. I've murdered my little, my little bee friend. Um. <laughs> I, yeah. so the very next day they were in business. Donald sells balloons and the bee would pop them. Very loose. That's such a weird idea that's, for a cartoon. It's gotta be like two pennies worth <laughs> exactly, of money, huh? Yeah. Especially 1950 last... standards. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't last long though because the bee popped all the balloons on the bur burlesque. That is cancer. a good gag. I do. Well, I just mm -hmm. love the whole like, uh, the game they're running of like, okay, sell balloons, but then pop the balloons so the kids have to come. Like it's like it's, it's like Apple phones. It's, hey, it's, <laughs> it's 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 forced planned obsolescence. Was that actually a thing at carnivals in the olden days? Because the selling in, balloons in... or the burlesque? No, thing? no. This and in uh, Something Wicked This Way Come, there's also, like, the adults-only tent in that one. Yeah, well... Was that a thing? You go to I, the carnival and see a lady shake her, her goodie at you? I guess. I mean, if a carnival had to entertain the entire family, like, Dad's not gonna be entertained by fucking what the fuck. I guess you need a little little sugar for Daddy, I guess. Um, yes. and I did, like, looking up the histories of all these cartoons, I did see this is based off a of very no, specific don't go act. in that tent, Billy, it's the smelly tent. <laughs> exactly. And, but yeah, no, I love the, I guess the bee is horny for naked women, so he runs into that burlesque tent where a lady's tripping with balloons. Pops all the balloons mm. and you hear a scream and he comes out and, yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> it's horrible, yeah. but it's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. One of the one of the more interesting thing about burlesque dancers is you can like find old footage of of the long dead ladies <laughs> yeah. doing burlesque, and you watch it and you're like, "This was erotic." This is she just she just kind of walked back and forth with two fans and then left the stage. I, I would love to. Great. I would love to take a copy of like the wet ass pussy music video and take it back in time, and that would just it would be like a nuclear bomb. It would kill people. Mm -hmm. Literally kill people. Mm -hmm. Because like the I you would yeah you see old timey strippers, and they literally just look like your grandma, and all they do mm -hmm. is come out. They're wearing like a spangled bathing suit, and they come out and like shimmy for two mm -hmm. seconds, and then guys if you're wolf lucky whistle. if you're lucky they might have a skin colored <laughs> leotard underneath, and that's it. They literally come out and do just like they just stand there and like they shake their hips. And that's like, woohoo! Mm -hmm. Yeah! And then they go off stage and they're like, someone got paid for that? What the hell am I watching? Yeah! And then 50 years later, somebody has the audacity to say burlesque is a dying art form. <laughs> yeah, it's dying! Yeah, well, if that's the art form, what the fuck? Um, no wonder. Like, I always kind of wonder, like, oh yeah, Marilyn Monroe is hot, but it's not like she's like 
Alexander Daddario hot or something like that. And I look back at like the things that like the what was hot before before her, and I'm like, oh okay, that I I, I could see why like Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> yeah. like or like you yeah. know, like, yeah. When you kind of see the escalation of like pop culture sexiness, it's like oh geez. Mm -hmm. Why are why, Alexander Daddario? I don't know why I picked that out of a hat of all. I don't know. Jennifer Connelly. There you go. Oh my uh, God! I guess there's a WebM. There's a thing online where I guess she's she has sex during the opening credits of a movie. I need to mm. find that movie. Uh, what am I talking about? Why do you need the whole movie? That's what I'm. I've got the animated gif of presumably I've got the best part. What yeah. am I talking about? Anyway, go ahead. What are you talking about? Anyway, it was the bees. <laughs> bees. The next job was giving like plain and fancy bee tattoos to sailors. That's great. Ladies on chests and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Then the next idea they had was making embroidery. It all made Donald rich because people love embroidery. I yeah, guess. and it jumps real quick. But like you see the bee like do some embroidery and like he's like weaving napkins and stuff together. And then mm. suddenly Donald's like the Hudsucker proxy. Where he's yeah. suddenly the king of this giant textiles empire where he's got an office with, like, six... I like how they show that he's, like, successful and popular now because he's got six old-timey rotary phones on his desk. And that shows that, Well, like, he also has a giant painting of himself behind himself. And that's that's how you know he's suddenly, like, do a billionaire. Do you have to do that when you become a rich asshole? I think you're legally... Have a giant portrait of yourself behind your desk? I think you're legally obligated by United States statutes that, like, if you have a savings account with more than 75 thousand uh, dollars in it they just send mm. you the bank will send you a giant painting painting of yourself to hang in your office scowling exactly yeah um but yeah i guess this one b has yeah. single-handedly made enough textiles to earn donald like well i don't know mm. maybe maybe not billions but uh, upwards of hundreds of dollars by 1950 standards but yeah yeah so uh he made a giant embroidery of a knight and a dragon, but by the time he finished that, he was dragon. Huh? <laughs> eh? Is there, yeah. is there a narration over this? Yeah, it's the bee talking. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, did, why not hire more bees? Why you why it, is more cool, bees? it is, I mean, it's cute that this one bee is doing all this. Yeah. But it would be, yeah, I don't know. So he hey. told Don, he tells... Cinema sins for cartoons is never gonna make any sense, but yeah. No. But people will still try. Yeah. Look at us, we're doing it. Oh god. Oh, he told Donald he needed a vacation, so Donald was smart. He brought him uh the country to him in a greenhouse full of flowers. But hey, what's that in there? Oh, no. There's a weird looking lady bee in there. Of course a sexy lady bee. <laughs> uh -huh. She's got the big so eyes and the uh they, they close a flower up and they bang inside of it. Now he's got all that pep back. But all he does now is make lovey-dovey shit. He makes... It's ruining all their merch with hearts and stuff. Yeah, he makes pajamas that says I love you with dearly on the butt. Which mm -hmm. I don't know if that's like a specific joke or what. But yeah. I don't know. But Donald hates it. So much so that he tries to murder the lady bee. <laughs> which... So, literally, the first his reaction is to pick up a fly swatter and try to crush her to death. <laughs> it's just like I thought there was gonna be more of an escalation, but no, no. it's like no. holy shit. So the bee stabs Donald in the asshole, and then yeah. it ends their partnership. And then that old bee who has told this story is says that him and his wife have been happily married for all these years. But then the old Donald comes up and is like, "I've been looking for you," and the bee's like, "No, sir, not for me." Yeah. 
and then it's real funny. See, what happens is that his wife from inside their house yells at him that he's no good worthless bum and he loafs around all day. And it's funny because they aren't happy and she's mean to him. So I... Donald, they hobble off rather than spend a moment more with his wife. It is the most 1950s shit ever. Oh, where... if, only they, if only they had put a mother-in-law joke in there, <laughs> too, it would have been perfect. Oh, my God. You could totally tell the people who made this cartoon were going home to watch the, the Honeymooners. The oh. Andy Cap inventor was like, I could oh write a whole God. comic well, strip just, out of this. It's just so funny that like it goes from like the sexy lady, young lady B to suddenly, like I think it's June 4 being like, Hey, yeah. Mike, what are you doing? Get out of here! <laughs> just like, oh, Jesus. And so yeah, the bee and Donald Duck are like, oh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. We got We're we're running away. We gotta go get away from this stuff. That's the end of the cartoon. That's it. <laughs> Marriage, am I right? It's one of the weirder <laughs> shorts I think we've seen. Like at first blush, it doesn't seem that weird, but like the whole thing of like the fact that it's Donald Wait. doesn't up, doesn't really act like Donald Duck until the very end, and then he's trying to murder yep. the bee's girlfriend, and just the whole thing and the the book ending with yeah. the old stuff and the whole like. Oh, wow, well, it was that, a terrible, right, it's, joke? It's and just like... That kind of stuff still go on. We were at the, oh. the the store grocery shopping yeah? last night, and there was Valentine's cards, and one of them had, like, my underwear through the years, and it had, like, a dating. It was a thong, and then and then uh, engaged, and the, the thong turned into just regular pair of panties, and then just married, and the panties got thicker, and then they got even bigger. I'm like, what kind of lady's going to get that? <laughs> Please. Look, Walt, my panties got bigger as we got further along in our relationship. I know, like, half of all marriages end in divorce, but I'm surprised it's not even a worse statistic than that, given that we've, like, we've we both grew up in a culture where it was just presented as just being married is awful. Women are yeah. terrible. Mothers, you're, no matter how hot and beautiful and sweet and awesome your girlfriend is, if you get married to her, she's just gonna turn into a monster. Uh, and mm -hmm. then also her mother-in-law deserves to die. Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I suddenly have the voice of... Old comedians were terrible. What was... What's the Simpsons where they do the Married with Children parody? And they have the guy, hmm, pig. And, like, uh, the whole... No pig. <laughs> no pig, that's the thing. And just kind of thinking about that kind of Al Bundy. Yeah. Al Bundy. Yeah. Uh, He's no ma'am. Yeah, we're part of no ma'am now, yeah. <sighs> Was that a, was that a organization he created on the show? Yes. Man, no shows way. how much I actually paid attention. I mean, I saw a whole bunch of Married with Children when I was a kid, but, like, yeah, I was not, like, yeah. I do not remember specifically the things that happened. Nah. And speaking of not remember anything that happens, I it's guess there's Pluto's a Pluto party. cartoon? Great, fantastic, Pluto. Oh, is this the one? Oh, no, sure. it's the last cartoon oh, I'm going to no. talk today where Mickey Mouse turns into nope. a true monster. Uh, yeah, this mm. is... Regrettably, we have to talk about one or two Pluto cartoons today. Yeah. And this yeah. is the first of two of them. Oof. Yeah, Mickey set up the backyard for Pluto's birthday. He's invited all of his shitty nephews over. Um. Pluto can't have any cake while they're waiting. So He's it's Pluto's have birthday, first. though, right? Yeah, because yeah, so it's a let's cake make that him says as miserable as Pluto. possible. Yeah. Yeah. He's gotta have a bath. Mickey chases him, but he outsmarts that idiot dog about hiding the the tub in the ding dang doghouse. Yeah. It's hilarious. This is just pretty much six minutes of Mickey just torturing uh, Pluto specifically. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So now that he's all clean, he's ready to eat some cake. But Mickey tells him he's gotta wait for his guests. So fifty of Mickey's nephews run in. 
and give Pluto something that looks just like a wrapped bone, but it's not a bone when he bites it, it's a wagon! Wish! I thought it was like, why a wagon? And then they dog, hitch him yeah. to the wagon! Yeah! And make him and drive them around! Yeah. Like, like, he's a, like he's a fucking farm animal! Like, mm. what the fuck is this? And also, we should point out that this is a very 1950s Mickey Mouse design. His nephews are all, mm -hmm. like, very kind of pointy. Like, this is, like, this is, like, I think I mentioned this in an earlier Disney Through the Decades where we kind of got a preview of this version of Mickey Mouse, like, in the late 40s, where uh, they suddenly no longer decided they needed to draw, draw Mickey, like, or his ears like, in, like, a perfect round shape. And, like, his eyes are always kind of, like, slightly... It's I, I appreciate that they try to mix things up. And they tried to, like, take this away from being a purely Freddy Moore kind of super rounded. But it's a, it's funny how quickly they must have abandoned this look for Mickey. Because it's a very specific to the early and mid-50s. And I guess maybe you see it show up in the Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club. But... Chat mm -hmm. Oh, I thought maybe you went to the bathroom. Because as soon as I started talking, I heard it sounded like I could almost hear your headphones being pulled down. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Bill. So the kids jump off the wagon, and Pluto goes flying. And they all go down a slide. Oh, these kids and all have like Pluto little Lord Fauntleroy hats on too. Yeah. Yeah. They pick him up, throw him down the slide. He almost gets to eat the cake, but he lands on a seesaw, gets sent flying in the air. Then Mickey yells at Pluto that he's playing too rough, and they get uh, down. Hey, fuck you, Mickey. This is like I've always said. This is that dynamic drives me nuts in Pluto cartoons. Is like. Pluto is like Disney's most pathetic character because he's stuck between <laughs> like doing like whatever he has to do to survive and then Mickey Mouse just constantly yelling at him. Oh my then god. Then it's time to play pin the tail on the Pluto. May I never go to a party where <laughs> pin the tail blank on the blank is ever played. As he was as someone who as a kid, I'm granted he haven't like he's he's quote unquote only three years old. Uh, so I don't know how many birthday parties you've been to so far. But yeah, not too much in the way of pin the tail on the donkey or anything like that. No, who wants to play that? You might as well get out the hoop and the stick. What's that about the hoop and the stick? You might as well play hoop and stick <laughs> or just pin the tail. I, when I was a kid, there was a couple times we played pin the tail on the whatever. I didn't get real. There was also a couple times we did pinatas too, which is, I guess, maybe a little weird for. Well, that's a bunch fine because then you get to beat the crap out. Although of then again, like I was, I forgot that I grew up in Texas for the first six years of my life, so it was more common to have pinata parties. But, uh, mm. but yeah, well, I mean, it's nineteen fifties. What do you do? I do love <laughs> the uh, shitty picture they've painted of Pluto for the pin the tail mm. and the donkey game. It's fucking great. It's a fantastically off model Pluto that was obviously mm. done like. It's almost like Disney making fun of people who try to draw Disney characters but do it all off-model. It's fantastic. But, yeah. So they put a blindfold on Pluto, spin him around, but he cheats. He peeks out. But he's an idiot, and he pins the tail to his own ass. Yeah. It's a fantastic. weird... Like, yeah, because he's, like, looking behind a tree to look at the the, the, the the painting of himself, but then he looks at his own butt and doesn't recognize that it's his own butt. That already really has a tail connected to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a weird sweaty gag. Ah, whatever. Yeah. They toss Pluto in the air. Mickey says it's cake time, so they all rush over. Pluto falls from a tree, ready to blow out the candles. And Pluto makes a wish that all these shitty kids would vanish in the thin air. Then all the kids eat two servings of cake. Two servings punch. of cake. Yeah, proclaim the party is over and leave. <laughs> How? Party's destroyed. No cake is left. Pluto throws a fit because Mickey's an asshole. How good is your party? Is it is it testament to a good party or bad party that everyone is as happy to leave it as they were when they showed up? Like the kids are like, <laughs> yeah. "Yay, party!"
like celebrate the fact they're all leaving in one giant clump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But, but Mickey was only fool, and he gives him a piece of cake. And then he, thanks for the... Pluto says... He talks for the first time and says, Thanks for the worst birthday party ever, Mickey. And he eats it. And then... I would love it if it's like Pluto's last cartoon as ever. He, he just turns to Mickey he, and says... As he plans to kill Mickey in his sleep, and it ends. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> Don't, Don't fall asleep. Fall asleep. Yep. And that's it! Just hey. fucking... Hey, Speaking of falling asleep, it's Lambert the Sheepish Liar. Oh, God, yeah, this is, uh, this is another thing where I must, like, Lambert must have showed up in a kid's book or something as a kid. Because I remember this, the image of, like, old lion guy with a tiny little beady little eyes. But I didn't mm -hmm. realize it came from this cartoon, which is just, oh, what happens if a lion thinks he's a lamb and he grows up with a bunch oh. of lambs? Oh, and that's all going to be a whole... this one's going to be a banger. Oh, man, everyone's favorite character, Lambert the Sheepish Lion. Told to us by Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. He's telling us about a sleepy-ass stork delivering lambs to all the sheep and, uh, and all but one sad lady who's usually barren. <laughs> but he fucked up and he brings her Does a he lion. Did he say that? That no. she's specifically <laughs> Oh, that's even, sad even, cheap over there's by Baron. 1950 standards, that sounds a little rough to be like <laughs> and the <laughs> she's all alone, the the the, the rocky crevices of her innards of which what, seed what could that? find no purchase. Yeah. What if that was part of the stork's job to knock on ladies' doors and say, sorry, you're barren? <laughs> Just look, gonna let you like know. Like a telegram. And don't expect to see me again, because I ain't coming back because you're no. empty. Your life is nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your reproductive qualities is nil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just figured you want to know. Don't try fucking. <laughs> but he messed up, brought a lion with him, and he's just trying to figure out where that dang lion goes. It's like literally the first goes. third of the it... cartoon. I'm watching it now, and then we're already like almost halfway through, and it's just yeah. about, he's just explaining how we wound up bringing him. Li yeah. The lion cuddles and falls asleep with the sad sheep mom. So... Uh, I do. He says there's... The sheep mm -hmm. mom kicks the the, the, the stork out, though, because the stork's about to yeah. take him back, and like, yeah, the mom like, is oh, sorry, like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. Which I did he's like, that was a nice little character. Yeah, and he gets uh, headbutted away, and he's like, fuck this, I'm gonna go sell pickles. <laughs> so. Man! I got, no, no not Vlasic, I've got the claws and shit, I just, okay. I shouldn't be so excited. <laughs> I, I, I've got a mini fridge <laughs> in my basement. <laughs> I could store pickles in my mini fridge in my mm -hmm. office bedroom thing and my life has mm -hmm. taken a turn for the better knowing that I've always got a pickle within reach. A nice ice cold pickle. Mm, I'm so good. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut so, up, Phil. Uh, no, you're fine. I'm glad you're excited about pickles. <laughs> I like a nice crispy dill pit. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So the next morning... Uh, the lion tries playing with the other lambs, but good gravy, they love making fun of him. Yeah, they're totally doing a like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer like, thing. It's of... like he's got a red nose or something. Yeah. And they they mock him and saying he's Lambert the Sheepish Lion. <laughs> I, but I feel like even a lion cub could fuck up these uh, some lambs. Because it's still like they've got easily. claws and shit like that. Yeah. Like, and you think his instincts would kick in, he would accidentally kill like two or three of these little baby lambs. Before the Can't parents have to the... go like, oh shit, we gotta do something about this Bloodbath at the end of the cartoon where he eats all these assholes. That's the thing, I was like, there's no way either of this cartoon things end that he just proves himself as a good, like, protector of the rest of the, uh, the, 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 
of of what do you call a, a herd of sheep? As a herd of sheep, I guess is what you call them. Yeah. Like I can like, there's only way one way this cartoon can end is him. Yeah. Pre I thought maybe other lions might show up, but no. But we'll get to that in like yeah. literally two seconds. Yeah, they call him yellow, and time changes everything. Now he's a big sheep. Er, um, thing. <laughs> All the sheep still pick on him. He's calling him a big because he's still a big loser. I want to take these these episodes back and like actually make the people who made these cartoons. Like I want, I want, I would love to see this podcast go back to like 1950s and people who made this cartoon have to listen to two guys being like, "Oh, look at this fucking cartoon here. It's fucking oh, yeah, sheep. This shit. fucking lion. Uh. This fucking garbage." They. <laughs> These guys keep on talking about how nothing good ever existed until uh, Nintendo happened? What the fuck is wrong yeah. with these assholes? But yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's so, grown up night, now, and yeah. He, at night, he hears a wolf howl, and he gets a, he sees it. He gets real scared. Yeah. He hides his face and just shakes and trembles as his mother gets pulled off, crying out for Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> All the other heaps, sheep still hide. Is this He was big, but he was yellow. Going by cartoon... Well, because it's funny, because he's lying, because it's gold, so he's, like, mm -hmm. yellow. Mm -hmm. Going by cartoon logic, mm -hmm. is this not illegal, what's happening here? Because... I, From what I've learned from watching other cartoons about how sheeps and lions interact, or sheeps and wolves... Don't the wolves... Don't the wolves check out at, like, 5 p.m.? Yeah, but the night crew comes up. Oh, this is the night crew? Okay, this is yeah. taking over. Uh, what's, yeah, the, the night crew. what's the name of the Wile E. Coyote who's a wolf? Because it's Wile E. Uh, Coyote, because that's the, the, the Looney Tunes cartoons. Is like, it's, yeah, it's, one of them. It's, it's the wolf Ralph, and the sheep guy. It's, yeah, Ralph, Ralph like, who's. Is it, it's Ralph the sheepdog hanging out mm -hmm. with, like, Buster Bluth Wile E. Coyote. And, like, he's got red eyelids. It's the only difference between him and actual Wile E. Coyote, who's the wolf who's, like, yeah, yeah. and they do the thing of, like, trying to protect the. And it went back. That's my yeah. joke. The, uh, that, it was a good joke. <laughs> that's the joke. Yeah, anyway, shut up. That's the joke. Anyway, so wolf shows up. snapped inside of him, and he it was suddenly a raging lion. The wolf shits itself. <laughs> Literally. Suddenly, the cartoon gets all copperphiliac for a moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, then the, the lion just headbutts him off a cliff to a goofy scream. Morning, and Ralph. All the, sh all the sheep carry him around. Ralph, know, wolf, uh, and <laughs> Sam sheepdog. There we go. Oh, which actually, 1953. This is exactly the same. What that's? Yeah, that's that's. These are the, the exact same vintage as this cartoon. So that's that's fucking mm. hilarious. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Yeah. All the sheep carry him around, and because they're like, oh fuck, don't piss him off. <laughs> exactly, he yeah. will murder us, and nobody will be able to stop him. <sighs> but don't worry about the wolf. He landed on a branch sticking out of the cliff, and there's berries to eat on it every spring. I. It's a little rhyming thing, and that's yeah. That's. Uh, yeah, no, sure, no, sure, no, sure. That's that. That's that the other cartoon. It's yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's fine. I want to show it to like two year olds. That's the thing. The show that like Warner Brothers essentially had the same thing of like, well, maybe not the same thing because there's no line involved, but like you leave it to one studio to do it, like a still a pretty memorable cartoon about a uh, lion or the sheep, like fucking sheep. And you got this fucking this gives a shit. What the fuck? Oh, uh, what is anyway. This? Ralph Wolf. Alright. Let's <laughs> punch out their time cards. What a weird idea for a cartoon. I yeah. love the idea of taking a natural thing and turning it into a workplace comedy. Fucking love that dynamic, but anyway. So, anyway, <sighs> it's time for Pluto's Christmas tree. Hey, oh, this for... is the one where this is, uh, 
the episode. You ready for six minutes of watching Pluto get abused? When it Great. comes to uh, when uh, Mickey Mouse is finally executed for war crimes, this is going to be Exhibit A, and for which, and <laughs> which I uh, my court case as to why uh, Mickey Mouse mm -hmm. deserves to be hung by the neck until dead. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Pluto's We're Christmas going tree. Off, this is our going last out with a plop this week. Oof, a do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Technically a Mickey Mouse Mickey. cartoon, even though it's Pluto getting I the shit you. kicked out of him again. Mickey and Pluto go out in nature from their front door to get a tree. Uh, Chip and Dale are still out there gathering nuts, and uh, since they're huge assholes, they throw a nut at Pluto's they butthole. They just do! There's no, like... It's not like they, Pluto did anything they, to them or anything. No! And then they mock him for purely being a dog. That's the <laughs> sole reason they make fun of him. Which is kind of... Yeah. I, I kind of love Chip and Dale for that, because they're just like, Hey, fuck you, animal. Oh, shit, we're animals? Well, fuck you, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, love them. So Pluto chases them around and they wind up in a tree that Mickey chops down to use for a Christmas tree. They try to escape, but Pluto's, Pluto's right behind them. And then and, 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 and that'll mess... He'll mess them up with his incompetence. Yeah, Pluto's already behind the eight ball because he's gonna have to go after Chippendale without destroying the Christmas tree. And yeah. you already know he's gonna get fucked up by this, but... Yeah. I, the one thing I do love about this cartoon, though, is like, whoa, so they, they, they bring the Christmas tree inside, Mickey Mouse decorates it. It's a, it's a beautiful mm -hmm. 1950s Christmas tree. Um, when you grew up, did your family, did they do, like, uh, actual, like, real Christmas trees, or did they do fake Christmas tree? We didn't do Christmas, so... You didn't do Christmas? Either. No, you know this. Oh, that's right! Who do you think you're talking oh, to? that's right, what am I talking about? Oh my god! I love Christmas! <laughs> Hey, man, one of my favorite things, like seeing Chip and Dale running around the inside of the Christmas tree. One of my mm -hmm. favorite things when I was a kid, I would take my Star Wars action figures and play, like, inside mm. the Christmas tree. Or more specifically, I would get on my hands and knees and get underneath the Christmas tree and kind of play, like, I, I would, you know, up in the hi higher branches too, but I would very specifically be like, oh, I'd pretend the Christmas tree was like a, a tree on Endor and all my Star Wars characters were trying to get up and it was like a weird alien environment. Because it looks so cool! Inside the Christmas tree with all the lights and stuff and the tree and the big limbs and just all the and decorations. It just looked like a cool foreign environment in there. And then March comes around and you finally get that sap <laughs> off your hands. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, that only lasts for about two or three days before the tree already starts getting so dehydrated that every time you interact with the tree you get hurt by the razor sharp pins getting super <laughs> dry. Yeah, yeah, so the needles, yeah. Ugh, but... Yeah, for the first couple days, you have that Christmas tree inside the house, and it's all nicely lit, and... Oh, such a cool little, yeah, little world microcosm mm -hmm. you've got in your living room, but... Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's the only memorable thing I take away from this cartoon, oh. aside from this in the very end, but yeah. Mm. Oh, the Mickey decorates the fucking shit out of that tree. It goes overboard like crazy. We're already halfway through the cartoon, too. There's yeah. not much happening in this. Yep, Dale tries to get his hands on the candy cane, but gets a globe instead. Which he hangs behind Chip, and he smashes his head onto it, which gets him a punch in the face. There, man, I, that's my favorite gag in the whole thing, because, like, uh, which one's the smart one, and which one's the stupid one? Dale's the dumb one. Uh, yeah, uh, D Dale opens up, like, a panel in the shattered, uh, glass bobble, like it's on a hinge, and the fucking, the other Chipper just socks him right in the face, like, punches him <laughs> right in the nuts. Uh, maybe not the nuts, right? I just said it right in the face. Oh my god, yeah. my fucking soft Lucky Charms fruit breakfast bar is wearing off. I need to eat another oh, one. No. But yeah, I just... <laughs> like, not just like a conk on the noggin, but just like a Disney character just punching each other in the face cracks me up. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Anyhow, 
Hey, why is Mickey wearing a shirt that doesn't cover his belly? Uh, it's a little weird. I get, get it. It's just, like, really weird, arbitrary 1950s Mickey design. And, like, yeah. he's gotta be, like... Yeah. And he's kinda dressed like a 50s ha dad, I guess. Because he's just mm -hmm. got the short and little pants. Like, he's no longer, like, Mickey Mouse with, like, the little, little red button shorts or whatever the fuck. So Pluto goes to sniff out some flashing lights. Or some lights flashing well, One of the chipmunks is... Dale. is Twisting. Then these little dicks just start throwing decorations, and Pluto has to catch them or else they break. Well, isn't that the thing where, like, one of the chipmunks is, like, twisting one of the bulbs in the light string? And that that's what that that's what catches uh, Pluto's attention? Mm-hmm. And, which, it's funny, because actually, if you're younger... I hate to be all fucking old man about this, but younger kids Yell may not understand clouds. that, like, old Christmas tree lights, there used to be big glass bulbs that you could twist out. They weren't just, like, little twinkle, like, hardwired, uh, 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 fairy lights, but... Yeah, so that get yeah, so that gets uh, Pluto's attention. Pluto goes to check it out. Uh, Chipperdale, whatever the fuck it is, like he thinks like uh, Pluto's nose is just another light bulb because it's the perfect shape and size as one of the light bulbs. And so he goes to tweak that, and yeah, Pluto mm. freaks out. But then yeah, they start start throwing ornaments at him, right? Yeah, yeah. Mickey's like Pluto, knock it off. You're an idiot. What yeah. the hell? Dale gets caught by that stupid dog trying to steal some nuts because they're thieves too. So he hides it and disguises himself as one of the Santa candles that Mickey put out. <laughs> That's weird, too, because at first it's obviously a bunch of candles because they got wicks in their heads. But then he mm. takes off, like, the cloth beard and hat from one of the other candles mm. and puts it on. Which I was yeah. like, wait, the candle, that's not how... I mean, not to get all cinemasins about a cartoon, but, like, then if it's all made out of wax, then he wouldn't mm. be able to take the... Whatever, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh... Pluto barks, Mickey comes over, and Mickey's like, Okay, okay, I'll light the candles, that's obviously what you want. But Dale blows out the match, so Mickey just picks him up and lights his head on fire. Then, she walks off. Pluto watches, because he wants to watch his little fucker burn. Chip comes over, uses the candle snuffer, puts him out. Together, they run away. Yeah. Pluto well, the other chipmunk from... comes in and, like, tags on Pluto's tail just long enough for the other one to, like, be yeah. able to snuff out the fire on his head, but, yeah. Yeah. Together they run away, Pluto climbs the ladder, they knock it over, Pluto jumps to the tree they to murder them. They do a great them. thing if Pluto's on top of the, the ladder, and they come up and like, just use their finger to like undo, they pinch up like the strut that's keeping the ladder open, and so of course mm -hmm. it slams closed and he starts tottering all around the living room, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... That's, I just thought that was a nice little, like, oh, cartoon action yeah, beat. Yeah. How easily it is to undo a ladder that someone's standing on top. Mm-hmm. Mickey runs in to stop it and gets pulled into the fight that's happening in the tree now, and the whole the tree, tree is just destroyed. being thoroughly destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Then he calls Pluto a dumb mutt and strangles him. So at the end of this goddamn Christmas cartoon, Mickey yeah says you dumb mutt, and Homer Simpson strangles <laughs> Pluto the fucking dog, and then randomly. The only thing keeping Mickey from killing Pluto is suddenly Goofy, Minnie, and Donald show up on the front step and they're singing carols. And now suddenly everyone's best friends and they just start singing carols and that's the end of the cartoon. And it's the most like, what the fuck, Mickey? This yeah, is just Mickey. all in a fucking Donald. Uh, the, 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 the joke that ends the cartoon is Pluto tries to sing and then they put a like, do not open till Christmas sticker over his mouth so he can't sing anymore. And it's just like... I've always complained about Mickey's treatment of Pluto's in these cartoons, and the fact that this last one we're ever gonna see ends, it's a Christmas thing, and it's, yeah, fucking Mickey strangling Pluto, calling you dumb butt. 
Oh my god, Mickey is the worst character <laughs> in the entire Disney canon by far. Oh my god, what a piece yeah. of shit. Oh, yeah, Jesus. he pretends to be all jolly and cheerful and goes, rolls with the punches, but he's a monster. It says a lot that like Mickey Mouse's only defining characteristics other than his stupid voice was like, well, I guess back in the day he liked to tickle ribs of pigs and then mm -hmm. he likes to strangle and beat and abuse his dog. Later yeah. on, and that's it. Like in terms of like any that's kind of it. actual character stuff, please. Oh my god! Hey, fuck Mickey Mouse! I hate Mickey. Oh god! Yeah, he sucks. Him and his stupid nephews, and oh god. Anyway. Anyway, that's that. Those <sighs> are the cartoons. That is six Disney cartoons. Yeah, our ne next to last mm -hmm. batch of Disney through the decades shorts. Oof, a mm -hmm. dude. Jesus Christ, that took a lot out of me. Yeah. Well, phew. <laughs> Hoo hoo, boy. Yeah, so that's, uh... Hey, what are we doing next time? <sighs> oh, yeah, I forgot this is actually, like, yeah, um... We're probably gonna do Electric Boogaloo, the story... Okay. Uh, the story of, of canon films. Okay! Uh, that documentary, which have you... Yeah, you've not seen any of that or anything like that? No, not yet. I think it was Jonathan Mitchell on Twitter was talking about how he had seen that before, and he really liked it, mm. so... Glad to see I'm not the only one who, in, in liking that documentary... Which should not be surprising because I think a lot of people have seen the documentary and liked it a lot. So, but yeah, that's like uh, we're gonna keep on doing our thing of Bill talking about pop culture documentaries that he really likes. And Yay. after that, that's the thing because after that, I got some ideas for movies, some movies I haven't seen before, and they're gonna be stuff I don't know how much you're gonna have a good time with. So, no. if anything, this would be buttering you up to like for the hard times because I'm thinking about like <laughs> Chunking Express. And oh, I've got a list that it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna find out soon, so, yeah, this, this is the fun happy times. Also, like, again, yeah, we're, we're still recording this in the bleak of winter, so this is a good time to do, like, even though I'm doing stuff that I've already seen before, it's nice to do something that I know is gonna be at least fun to talk about. Whereas, yeah, yeah some of the other stuff, like, I don't know if Chunking Express is actually gonna be good, but... Tempted to do Memories of Murder, which is one of the movies that the guy who did Parasite last year, that's one of his first movies. Mm. Yeah, I got some ideas for some stuff, but yeah, next week is going to be Electric Boogaloo, the untold story of Ken film. Monkey. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yay! So he's Madrid on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on TardyPodcast.com. Yeah, whatever. Find an episode of a show you like and listen to us probably badmouth it because nothing's as good as people think it is. Yeah, so uh, yeah. switch some shorts. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. We covered an hour. We did it. <laughs> we fulfilled our obligation, legally obligated to produce an hour of content every week. We've yeah. done it. We did it. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. so. They won't come for my eyes this week. Won't come for your eyes? For my eyes. Won't come for your eyes? Wait, what's... Yeah, if we don't do that hour of podcast... Oh, the goblins come, come for, for you? Eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot that's why we started doing this podcast. Because you got cursed by Witch Hazel. Uh-huh. If you don't record an episode of a podcast every week, I'm going to steal your eyes and put them yep. in my butthole. I've, I've, we've gotten close before, and I heard in the distance somebody singing Dance Magic Dance. <laughs> oh, like, that's oh, right. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. You're coming. Oh shit! Uh, I'll do it if it means that Jennifer Connelly's gonna be coming up. How you doing? No, I will gladly sacrifice your eyeballs. There. Oh, she's my... not a goblin. She won't be there. No, no, but you know, because like maybe she'll be coming to. Pre maybe she's for some reason emotionally invested in you and in keeping your eyeballs intact. 
Mm. Who does that so in the labyrinth? Because so I, I know that. that's the thing where they put. Oh, it's, it's, it's the fire guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fireys. Fucking fires. What a weird sequence. It's such terrible blue screen. It looks like Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, that is that. I got Have we talked about Labyrinth on the mm -hmm. podcast? No. I mean, if we've talked about maybe it's because we're not quite a big a fan of that, because I know we've done, like, well, here's the, the last here's unicorn. The thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. No, I love Labyrinth. Oh, okay. I love it to death. Um, here's the thing. Labyrinth is tricky because we were both age-appropriate to totally drool over Jennifer Connelly at the time. Yeah. But it's dangerous now because she's, like, what, 14, 15 in that? Uh, what, can we just lie and say she's 18 the whole time? <laughs> And she yeah. looks older. She doesn't look like considering she's 15. No, no, yeah. But what considering like... how, how much we drooled over her in the Rocketeer. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that, even then, that press. was still... That was only, like, three or four years We'd later. It was not, like, a long every, time. Yeah. Preface everything with, like, I was I was 10 at the time, so it's okay. I am 45 years old now, and me drooling over even Rocketeer 20-year-old Jennifer Connelly is, is not cool. But <laughs> still... <laughs> Jennifer Connelly, the Rocketeer, Jesus H. Fucking Christ. Yeah. Aren't you guys pretty close to the same age? Yeah, no, she's actually like a year older than I am. Yeah. Yeah, so she's like, yeah, if I got her, if I can kill Paul Bettany, mm -hmm. it'll be okay. And like, she, technically, yeah. she's robbing the cradle. I mean, basically, you're her second choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was, yeah, well, there was the big competition <laughs> to win her love that I barely lost. Oh, when, that um, was a, it was a nail biter, man. Yeah, when Paul Bettany, he put popcorn in my thingy, in my tree, and I freaked out and I lost the race. What the fuck yeah. are we talking about? I have no idea what I you're referencing. I love the corn chips! I know you're referencing corn chips, but I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, God, yeah, so. Doesn't matter now, because now that Jennifer Connelly's married to Paul Bettany, she's just like, What are you doing? Why are you hanging out with oh, your yeah. friends? Oh, and then yeah. me and Paul Bettany would go out for drinks, and we just, he talks about how what a terrible wife Jennifer Connelly is. Yeah, what am I talking? Mother-in-law, don't get me started. Oh my Oof. God! Yes. What the fuck are we talking? About? Okay, we should go. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> just pull the plug. That actually, yeah. that that should be something I have for episodes where we don't have an ending. It literally is just like the HBO end of episode power down. Pew. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, flip the switch. Right. And we're out of here. Get out Push of here. the button, Frank. So long, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, okay.